On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we're here at Jack's Thornton Park. We apologize for all the people swearing in the background. We talk about Paramore, Come Out with Pride, and uh, Willie Nelson. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalore in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyperlocal news. This week, uh, my regular co-host, The Bus... Mr. John Bustecker is in Costa Rica and uh, unable to come. So who did we call but one of our best friends, Mr. Scotty Campbell. Hi, everybody. Hey, Scotty Campbell. Welcome to Bungalower the Bus. Thanks for coming. I'm happy to be here. Here on the bus and the bungalower, we talk about all of the top headlines for things that are happening in Orlando's bungalow neighborhoods. That is everything downtown from Winter Park to Sodo. Conway, all the way to Paramore in the west, and Nodo, Toto Yodo, Yodor, uh, in the east, and uh, and today we're in Thornton Park, one of those we bungalow are, neighborhoods. Which some of our listeners get mad because they also might describe this as South Yola. Yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it. If you have any letters to send, send them. It's not a Campbell. thing. This is Thornton Park. We're at Jack's in Thornton Park. Jack's Thornton Park. So this is uh, it's a new addition. They took over the, what was it once? It was City Fish. Yep, and it was a grocery store before that. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, but that, that space. And, and, and then, I think and the Bowery. it looks like a, a, a great location for Jackson, and I think they're going to be here to stay. We were here not too long ago, Scotty, and uh, Jack himself was washing glasses behind the bar. Washing da- glasses, cooking. Cooking yeah. just, and shooting the shoot. Yeah. With uh, with strangers like us, it was pretty cool. So one one of the things here, we like to give a shout out to the people that that are hosting us, and they here at Jacks, they bring you a little jar of pickles. I, as soon as you sit down, like, and I do love pickles. Some people they bring you nachos or, or chips or or something, but and Jacks brings you pickles. We're here, and I'm not mad about it. We're not. Nobody's mad about it. So we just this is the tail end. Also, since we're in Thornton Park, they just had the third Thursday wine crawl. Uh, shout out to Thornton Park Main Street District. There's a very successful event. They make a few few grand every month from this event, right? Yes, they do. Just people coming and getting tickets and, and drinking around the hood. Yep. Almost getting hit by cars. And well, then I, I haven't seen anybody pass out in a bush either. So, <laughs> well, what do we have to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, some of the big headlines. The biggest headline for us this week was the opening of that new organic grocer in whole, the Whole food space in Winter Park. In Winter Park, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's called Sprouts. Sprouts, Sprouts, Sprouts yeah. which, you know, they adorable. focus on uh, organic produce. Makes me think of the Jolly Green Giant's little <laughs> nephew, Oh, was right? his name Sprout? That was Sprout, oh, yeah. All right. I don't think it's his place, though. We, uh, I'm I, not sure what happened to him. It probably went the way of many child actors. <laughs> or Drugs, <laughs> that sort of thing. Now he's just compost. <laughs> Some brown old lettuce on the side of the street looking sad. Uh, this Sprouts, I guess there it's a Phoenix, Arizona based company. They're really big on the West coast. This is their first location in central Florida. Uh, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal when I wrote about it. Uh, Orlando Sentinel broke the news late Wednesday. So when we wrote about it just said, Hey, Sentinel wrote about it and reshared it. Uh, people freaked out. So my understanding is, well, first of all, it's a little different because they do a lot more bulk. It's a little different from these other boutique, uh, or organic places. I also understand that it's supposed to be a little more uh, affordable. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I, get, I hear it's. Somebody said it's moderately expensive produce, 
and, <laughs> and pretty good deals on the bulk uh, and and everything else looks pretty good too. Well, I hope it's it's all good because there are I will not name other places, but there are other places where the produce is expensive, but the produce isn't that great. So I, ho- I hope it's. Thank you for not naming names, Scotty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Somewhere in Mills 50, maybe. Uh, yeah, so that should be happening in 2018, I think they have to do the build-out. Uh, another moving-in kind of thing that's happening is, uh, what's it called? Agave. Agave Azul, Mexicaleria, something, something, something. Okay. Uh, it, it's a big Mexican chain. They're moving into the old Square One Burger space on 1792 in Winter Park. It's close oh. to Chewy's. Right. Okay. So it'll okay. Be I know boring that, that Mexican area. restaurants. Scotty. Yeah. Um, they moved out. Square One Burgers it was something to do with some sort of bankruptcy. Well, warring, but I think think from the looks of Chewy's, there's plenty of uh, plenty of eaters to go around because because they're always busy. I hope so. It's a huge space. It's like five thousand square feet, and and I know Square One had to have some pretty pricey burgers to try to pay for that space. Uh. Rent rent is no joke. We we wrote about it when Square One fled the space because uh, they couldn't keep up with rent. So hopefully, hopefully Agave Azul can keep up. I know they're pretty power. That's like a powerhouse Mexican place. It's right, doing pretty right. well locally. So hopefully, yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell, the Chin. No relation. No no, no relation to Scotty Campbell that I know of. Right. But but I tell you, the Campbells are an interesting uh, clan. So who knows? Bruce Campbell. For those of you who don't know, is a, a B movie queen, or he was. Now he's in everything. He's got he's in what's the TV show? Did you say he was B movie queen. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I even said that in the write up, so I hope he doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be sure he read it. Yeah. Um, he was in Army of Darkness. That's how he. That's the tree cool. <laughs> um, and then he is also in the new TV series. Helping to produce it with Sam Raimi, Raimi, yep. who did the Spider-Man sequels, yeah, yeah. and then he was also in Spider-Man as like walk-on roles, right. uh, Burn Notice, and I feel like there's some other ones. They're all listed. You can find out more. He's coming here. He just released a new book uh, called Hail to the Chin, and he's going to be coming on November 2nd to the Coliseum of Comics from 6 until 9 p.m. That's over in Fashion Square Mall? Yeah, Fashion yeah, Square yeah. Mall. Uh, right underneath the uh, the movie theater, to the left. Right under the movie. <laughs> if you go in, the if theater. you go in the movie theater entrance, yes. don't go up the escalators. It's to the left. Oh, they moved downstairs. They did. No, oh. and there's a there's a bowling alley that took over their space. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, man. So that's gonna be crazy. I love Bruce. Yeah. I can't wait to see him. Uh, Pulse. Pulse, man. I feel like yeah. every week we have to talk about Pulse. Uh, they just had a walkway installed. A crosswalk. Crosswalk. Yeah. Uh, rainbow crosswalk. Yep. To the south in between Dunkin' Donuts and the Pulse site. Uh, so you can walk on rainbows just like you're a Norse you can god. Eat, eat your donut without paying attention eat your as donut. you cross the road. <laughs> yeah. Rainbows will protect you. <laughs> Put down your phone and eat a donut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great because they, I think we talked about last week, they just release plans for an interim park space that's going to be wrapped around the pulse. I read that on Bungalow. Hashtag I read it on Bungalow. <laughs> uh, they uh, looks great. They they said it might take a couple days, but they did it in just a few hours at like the wee hours of the morning today. 
and and this was following a uh, petition that was done. People were were asking for this. I feel like to I got twenty seven hundred signatures. All right. Uh, from a petition that was circulating, they actually wanted it to go across Orange Avenue. Uh, Orange Avenue is a state-owned road, so it's it's pretty difficult. It's a little trickier. Yeah, and I think they just wanted to get it done in time for come out with Pride Day. You guys might hear some people talking in the background. That's part of the part of the fun of recording live. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> people are loving jacks. People loving jacks. Not a bad it's great. Thing. It's, it's great to hear a bunch of people. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Pulse, and then there's a. We just shared the Halloween guide. Uh, right from uh, Dina, Ms. Dina Aramo is her real name. Dina, Miss Dina Bina. Yeah, uh, people might. Are we allowed to say her, her real name? Her rainbow I don't know hair. If that's okay. Uh, she's known. Uh, she runs Artlando. She runs. Um, oh, she runs like at least the artist vendor spaces there. Right, right. She helped right. us with our Bungalore Bazaar, and she's launched a uh, a new. I think it's been around for a couple of years. She used to do it with the Daily City, and now she does it on her own. Well, and, it, and it's something that's uh, feel, filling a need because Orlando is sort of becoming, well, even Orlando and the surrounding area is kind of becoming a capital for Halloween. And so here she has the the uh, Orlando Halloween guide. And she's killing it. It's probably one of the, like... Halloween guide Orlando. We right? have like yeah. a, an automatic uh, import tool for our calendar straight from Facebook. So our calendar is pretty like comprehensive, but she's she's got like a comprehensive Halloween calendar so uh, anything that's happening this month that has to do with halloween you can head over there orlando halloween check it out we're proud supporters of what dina's doing plus halloween happens to be my birthday scotty i i've heard that's your birthday i don't know if you know that <laughs> i do uh, know that <laughs> so i like to celebrate month long anyway that's why you get to choose what costume i wear for halloween because it's, it's your birthday it it's, is it's, true it's my gift to you and speaking of gay yes <laughs> out of the Segway. closet out of the closet is coming to Mills Fifty. Mills Fifty, they're that old, uh, f- the former home of the Circle K gas station. Yeah, which uh, was flattened, flattened, and has been just a kind of a field. There was one. I can't remember the name of the bank. They originally purchased it, and then Bank of Ozarks bought this bank and promptly sold it off. And I guess right. they had a couple of offers. <laughs> they were, <laughs> Get rid of it. Well, we watched that show, and we know how the shifty things that happen, happen in, in the Ozarks. Ozark, so <laughs> they were, who hashtag, knows? Who hashtag knows? Hashtag Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they sold off. this. It's the AIDS Healthcare Foundation bought it. I guess they swooped in at the end right before the closing with some other client who's, I was never told who they were, Uh the AIDS Healthcare Foundation came in and made like a cash offer basically to buy this space. And they're going to open a vintage slash uh, HIV testing center slash pharmacy. <laughs> I think that's going to be a great location for that because you have uh, in that same neighborhood, you, you have the Orlando Immunology is there. You And you have, I oh, mean, I it's, it's, let's not forget, they can call it Mills 50 all they want, but it'll always be the Vimy district, which was, uh, you know, has been the, 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 the gay epicenter of Orlando, and you have the center right down the street. I think it's a great location for them. I do too. And actually, I was wrong. The pharmacy is actually going to be they they've already opened a pharmacy with OIC just up the street. So this location is just going to have uh, the vintage and the testing. Right. So you right. can get tested while you're trying on cool new things. It's a nice little pharmacy, and that has a clinic too. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Which actually is so important because the uh, Orlando's had such a high instance of uh, HIV infection rates 
Yeah. So get tested, y'all. Get, get, tested <laughs> get out there and get tested. Because it's pride. We should be talking about this. Dur- during pride, we should go yeah. get tested? This is is com- come out with pride. It's come out with pride week. I see. Right? <laughs> come out pride month? Week? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess it's week because it's, you know, events happen all week. Okay. So what's happening? What else is happening this week because of come out with pride? What else is happening? Yeah. This is... Well, we have the parade happening on Saturday. On Saturday. Are you going to quiz me? I know there's there's a big gay party that happened as a kickoff, and then uh, there's all sorts of stuff that's happening around because Church Street's doing a thing, and uh, but but the big thing is going to be Saturday uh, tomorrow for the the uh, the big pride parade. So it'll it'll goes around uh, Lake Eola, and then surrounding Lake Eola is also this. I guess you call it an expo, right? Yeah. Yeah, an expo and all kinds of uh, fun games, information, food, drinks. And it ha- it's happening all day long, right? I should be. It should be all day. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm going to be on a float again this year. We d- you are. Bungalore never has a float. Right. Uh, but I always like to squeeze in with someone else's. Who are, who are you going to be? Uh, whose who's float are you going to be on? My friends at Watermark. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The I gay, love those The people. gay newspaper. Uh, don't you write for them, Scotty Campbell? I do, actually. If you uh, pick up the an issue of Watermark right now and you per- turn to page 23, uh, you'll find my opinionated column uh, called The Tender Activist, which is a semi-regular uh, column that I do there. And it's uh, this one's called King and Queens because it's all about Stephen King and his relationship to the gays oh. and, and you know, the, the characters that he writes. Cause Good title. And how... I. I start I came up with the idea because I I just recently r- started running across some articles that were sort of some of them disparaging about how he writes about gay people but to me I never got that and I was thought thought uh I don't know they were just they were just all quirky people and it was fair to everybody um, and actually it's often uh, some pretty tender portrayals but anyway you pick that up or you can go to watermarkonline.com and you can uh, read it. The Tender for Activists. And by that way you Scotty don't have to put your pants on. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I mean, you can pick up an issue without putting your pants on, but people will think well, you're a little back weird. back to me. Unless you're, you're in the milk the, district, maybe. Back, back to me. If you're at the parade, look, look for my cupcakes. I'll be wearing my, my cupcake booby bra. That's how bra. you know, Brendan, by his trademark cupcakes. Tra- trademark cupcake booby bra. Uh, and I'll be on, a, on the watermark float. Yeah. Throwing some beads, y'all. <laughs> Throwing some beads. Speaking of beads, that sounds like Mama Bees. Remember Mama Bees? I do remember Mama Bees, and and uh, they had a couple of locations. And they, I guess they wanted to retire, and rather than just They're tapping selling the biz, they were like, eh, "Peace out, y'all." <laughs> so they sold the first one, which is excuse me, I just burped because I had a beer here at Jack's, and it's real good. <laughs> it tastes like pickles. <laughs> we what happened? They sold the one that's at. Um, Colonial and Orange. Orange, right. Which was always a funny story because there was a hotel that was built there that tried to buy them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they built this weird, did one of those things where, you know, like Atlantic City where they built it around the, like it the, little, the little building. And then... And then they said they no, quit. and then they quit. <laughs> and they're like, and so they went to... Actually, I remember talking to Craig Usler who built that hotel uh, and was like, hey... Uh, 
you guys you guys want to buy this? And I guess Craig was like, uh, no, because it's this tiny little footprint. I can't do anything with this. He'd have to like tear down half of his parking garage to like do just an addition. Right. And it's just not worth it. I didn't know that Craig did that building too. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's three property owners, I yeah. think, for most of North Quarter. Huh. Which is interesting. Yep. Uh-huh. So I hope, the I, second what, location of Mama Bee's. Oh, this is about the is second location. Sodo. Okay. Uh, on South Orange, and they just sold that to Foxtail Coffee. Oh, which apparently it's not going to be a coffee space. And no, so I'm to why hear, would it be? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed it would. They're selling foxtails. So we actually we have something. One of our freelancers, Sarah uh, Belandi, just had to sit down with the Foxtail Coffee boys and got the whole lowdown on like on what's happening there. What's happening? They bought Copper Rocket. In Maitland, which I couldn't write about because it's right. not in our normal coverage area, but we're gonna like fold it all into this whole comprehensive thing of who are these guys? Uh, they're buying up everything and they're everywhere, right? Like, they're everywhere. What? So they haven't told us what that location is gonna be, or not really. We just no, it's we not just know coffee. that <laughs> apparently. I'm sure there's gonna be Fox coffee tails, in it. Not coffee <laughs> shop. <laughs> no foxtails given. It's gonna be my next T-shirt. Now, do we know? Uh, the other location of Mama Bees, the one that we were just talking about on Colonial and Orange, was supposed to be coming. It was supposed to become something with pets or something. And yeah, pet plus magic yeah. pet. And magic that didn't pet. Happen. Worst logo I've ever seen in my life. Oh really? Uh, like like someone's daughter made it in paint. Oh my gosh! They it's could so be listening bad. right now, well, and you're like, I, well, she needs to know she has no future in design. It was so bad, Scotty Campbell. <laughs> it's like the worst logo I've ever seen. You might ever. be mean. I might be, I might be mean. Um, well, it's brutal. I can't. I can't. I'm really upset. I do not want to see that on a sign. Well, the, well, what's happening to the place though? You talked a lot about the logo. Is it happening or it's not? It's happening. It, it is, is happening. Yeah, it's a million dollar property they bought to make it through a pet magic pet supply pet store. Because I keep well, saying it's a pet good location. Store. Huge location. That's huge. Good, yeah, it's great. Yeah. If somebody put a gas station there, there's no gas station. I, there's no gas station downtown. Right. There's Why so do you want a gas station? There is a gas station just one like block away General from store that. gas station. Where? Oh, the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Oh, so I'm Come wrong. on. You don't need a gas station. I'm a liar. Do you have any place to buy stuff for pets? No. Wolf Good on you, Magic bakery. Pets, and your awesome logo, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe we should put it on one of our T-shirts from Orlando shirts just like for fun. <laughs> Magic Pet. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, I don't know. There's no segue for this. Jeremiah's Italian Ice. Opening, College Park, I heard. Yeah, opening yeah, College so Park. I read it on Bungalower. Hey. Hashtag. They're taking over the, uh, the former home of Subway. Right next right. to Tijuana's, Tijuana's Flats. Yeah, one of my favorites, Tijuana Flats. Is it? Yeah, I love Tijuana Flats. Like out of like just restaurants in general or like Mexican? Like Local. <laughs> Is that? Yeah. I guess like not in the world, but but locally. I think that I, I like going there. I don't think I like their wraps. I don't really like going to that location just because it's a little awkward to get to. But, but I'm sure the outside. college parkers love it. It's it's always busy. It's one of the coolest little patio spots, I think. Yeah, in College Park, you must yeah. get to see a lot of traffic there. Yeah, a lot there of traffic. Go, then they got back, and then man, they we just wait until the new Princeton project opens up. Yeah. Oh, they'll probably get a lot of business from that thing that's opening the building. Which isn't it right behind them? Yeah, it, Princeton. It's that's a what big, I'm talking. The yeah. Princeton project. That's yeah. what that's called. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is coming along. They they built the the parking garage. Looks like they're building the the new residences. The It'll be interesting units. to see if that holds true because I I find so theoretically what should happen is you have these mixed use density locations and I'm using the quotation marks on the radio like air with my fingers uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's not really helping you guys listening at <laughs> home but uh, the theory is that those people who are living there then will go downstairs and frequent these businesses but I, I don't I wish there were actual studies about it in Orlando because I don't think it happens I don't, like well here we are at Jack's right like I want to know how many of the people who live in these apartments right. above us right do they come down here I don't think so they're like higher those are like higher uh, price point condos and lofts and this building right. especially are, are they going to come down and get some free pickles i don't know so let's see it'll be interesting to see what happens with those uh condos well and this is just you know this Princeton. is uh is, this is all anecdotal right but you i look at the businesses that are in those buildings and how they don't survive and theoretically if you have right on site if you have the people your customers then then they should never um you know, they should never be closing. But anyway, again, it's all, all anecdotal. It's Let's do a study, Scotty Campbell. We can make we'll it do, happen. We'll, I'll do a study. Right. I'm going sur- to set out a survey monkey and see how <laughs> and see, see what results I get. So, yeah, Jeremiah's Italian ice. Everybody seems pretty excited about that. There's a lot of gelato places there. Have you had, What is an Italian ice? Is that like it's just it's crumbled ice with like flavor on it? Right. Is that, is that but it's it good, is? and then it's like you know you, can, you can fool yourselves into believing that it's less calories. Okay, <laughs> because it's on ice. Right. All right. Right. That makes sense to me, man. And the lactose intolerant uh, can enjoy them a little <laughs> more than ice cream. You'll need it if you're still out there cleaning up after Irma. Right. <laughs> Which I still need to. I still have a couple piles in my backyard that I need to clean up. I'm afraid to do it. My dog yeah, keeps peeing on them. Right. <laughs> we'll have to wear our gloves. Yeah, right. Ooh, who does that? Uh, if you're if you're still wondering if your debris still hasn't been picked up, uh, we just released a, a map on bungalore.com uh, that shows the expected collection date for all of that curbside uh, stuff in Orlando. Right. And if you want to see for the county, it, you know? yeah. If you want to see a big the job, there is. And I think Winter Park's finished. I don't know. I feel I can't remember how Winter Park's doing. I think they're. Mostly done. Yeah. Uh, County is still doing it. And we just, I didn't put the link in our online on this post, this post that we're talking about, but you can go get it on our Facebook page because there are a number of people asking about it. So I looked it up and you can find it in our feed there on Facebook. Great. Orlando Bungalore. Uh, Hey man, so you only got a couple a couple minutes left, Scott. Well, I just want to say break. on that note, I I hope that everybody is staying patient. I mean that this uh, keep in mind this is a huge job the, this cleanup and and you know our, our city resources are are uh, you know we, there, there aren't a lot of resources to begin with, and then you have something this huge hit like this. So d- just be be patient and be be kind to the the people. Doing those pickups, it's more it's more debris than they've had to pick up in five years. Absolutely, and one of the All things that I like about it is that debris is hanging off into the road, and people who are going too fast in the neighborhoods keep running into it. So, all right, well, uh, we're heading into the break. Come on back and hear more about the top hyperlocal news headlines that happened this week.
Welcome back to another episode of Bungalore in the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com here with... Scotty Campbell from me by myself.com. <laughs> Actually, don't you have a little, you have Scotty writes uh, for a zine with Storied Orlando. Yep. Uh, and also has a regular column called The Tender Activist and Watermark Media's I do. paper. I do. We talked about that in that first segment. Um, That's a gay paper. <laughs> and you can find, if you're interested in Storied Orlando, you can find it at thoroughlyusedup.wordpress.com. Oh, that's a lot of dots. It's a lot of dots, but it's worth it. One day. <laughs> when you get there. <laughs> Just bookmark it and you won't have to write nothing. These are uh, short, short stories. And why do I call them short, short stories? Because it sounds like short shorts and everybody loves short <laughs> shorts <laughs> there's that and also there are 100 words or less but they're about orlando and the things i love and uh some things that i don't love and things that you're just inspired by and hopefully a little quirky little stories and then you can find it in the zine too yeah it's on the what third second page second page of our second zine. page sponsored by the hammered lamb thank We're you very much two issues and yeah thank you shout out to hammered lamb and all of our sponsors for the zine if you'd like to get in on our first print product that you can find between the ketchups and the mustards and some of the best places in orlando uh you can ring reach out to us at sales at bungalore.com that also applies for if you want any mention or to host us uh, in the bungalow or in the bus in your restaurant or business, we can uh, chat it out on the show as well as uh, advertising on online at bungalow.com. So much. So much to talk about. So many opportunities and affordable. And all affordable. <laughs> um, and Bungalow talks about things that are happening in downtown Orlando, Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Get and it? Okay. <laughs> bungalow er. Ah. <laughs> Scotty, you were going to tell us about something else that happened in Orlando, right? Uh, what there are lots of different things that happen in Orlando. Oh, you know, one thing that comes to mind is I was watching it online, uh, like somebody from 2017 would do. The mayor uh, did the <laughs> state of downtown. Right. Did you hear? It? Did you see this? I didn't see it, Scotty, but I saw a trailer, and they made it look like the Tonight Show. Well, it was like a, it was a talk show. They kind of borrowed from a, a few different talk shows and so it was like the mayor had a talk show he even had a band okay the smoking jackets were hit were what? his band and uh then instead of uh just having you know these boring things where people would just come up with reports and walk out to a podium and say them he would interview them and made it much more interesting it was at um, ace cafe it was at ace cafe which uh and they did it there because ace cafe of course is is a success story for orlando because that's a British uh, company that has chosen for their first location in North America, America. Orlando. And not only that, their headquarters are right here in Orlando now. And not just Orlando, downtown downtown Orlando, (laughs) which I love. And a really cool, it's like, I love that it's a repurposing of a historic building. An awesome building. Yeah. I saw Keanu Reeves play one time in that building. We've in, done it, a, in its history, when it was the edge, yeah. was, us, was that the when it was it? We talked about that a couple times. We did a Facebook Live tour of that space, and there was a, uh, oh, man, who's the, I can't remember. If you, I can't remember anything I'm saying right now. I'm so jacked up. <laughs> jacked up on these beers. Is that a thing? That's, it is now. Jacked Hashtag up. Hashtag jacked. <laughs> So, so the what do you talk uh, it, about? What do you talk about? Well, state? the information they had, he had Thomas Chapman on, and uh, With the, who has the longest, most Nicole Kidman-y alien hands 
I've ever seen. <laughs> he like when he claps his hands, the fingers don't touch. They didn't talk about that. Just long, elegant piano hands. Um, and I'm going to forget <laughs> everybody else's name. The the woman who is uh, the downtown bars are. Uh, we can't remember oh, her name either, I can't right? Remember Italian. She's very nice. Um, and uh, then there was a city planner as well. Um, and th- then they just you know um oh let's be honest this wasn't about like. What are our problems? That sort of thing. It's really it's it's a pep it's a pep rally. It's it's to yeah. talk about the things that have gone right, um, and and there there's there is a lot. There's a lot that's gone right. I, I had some questions. They didn't have time for questions. Okay, you know, okay. but you know, but uh, uh, the, but other, otherwise, it was it was a great way of presenting. It. it was very creative. What did you learn? What were some of the success stories? Ace uh, Cafe. Ace Cafe was one of the success stories. Um, Thomas Chapman said everything was awesome. <laughs> everything is awesome. He talked about there being more resonances. Part of what I had a, a question about was they kept talking about uh, their success that's happening in Paramore. And uh, the one part that I that I feel was missing from the puzzle was uh, it, it's great that you're the, the living things that are happening down the resonances. But is it going to be is Paramore going to look the same was what I kind of wanted to know in, in terms the of the makeup no. the, of the residents. Yeah. They made, uh, there's a beautiful, it's actually a beautifully done uh, master plan for Paramore that we shared a while ago. And they have renderings of like, inspired of like what the new, if anybody builds new residential, what the new residential should look like as it's a historic district. Uh, and they can, like there's qualifiers. Um, but nobody's building residential there right now. And for whatever reason, those uh, qualifiers don't apply or restrictions don't apply to the commercial things that they're building. So when you have like creative village coming in this giant powerhouse of a development, right. With sky, like the like skyscrapers and none of those things will abide by the traditional. Sure. Uh, right. Policies that they're trying to imply on everybody else. Well, but, but when you say all these policies, et cetera, are you talking about, like the historicability for people—that's that's what I'm talking about. Sure, which is what they're trying to. I can't remember the name of it, but there is—they have a number of affordable housing unit uh, projects that they're trying to get through. There's one that's okay. just bogged right down. I Let think, it out, I think, they, I think they need to like put. They need to concentrate more on that because here's the disappointing thing about Orlando: is you see us making the same mistakes, and within that community, a very vibrant community, no matter what you know old white men may, may think about it it's a very vibrant community and not and what they're doing is is pushing those folks out and and what happens mm-hmm. then they cut paramore right the street right uh, cut in half by the stadium like literally cut in half by a stadium uh wh- what do you do about that like in the impacts of that it's it's actually it's almost like a microcosm of uh i4 coming in and being like a literal great wall cutting the city in half between black and white literally the other side of the tracks right and then if we keep and then the new magic entertainment complex creative village soccer stadium uh, it'll be but even actually this new affordable housing development also very large the footprint's big doesn't look like the stuff that's there now i know some people might be saying the stuff that's there now is not in great shape who cares Right, I think it's all kind of charming. There, there's one beautiful. It's like a two or three story 
uh, home right next to the Paramore Community Garden set on Robinson. I just think it's such a great looking building. It's got some really cool bones, but you'll never see new builds look like that anymore. Right. Someone's going to come in and add a bonus. Uh, Milk District, all those homes. For those of you who don't know, Adam Onis is the developer that came in and bought up 60 properties in the Milk District. Milk District, yeah. And and rebuilt them into what he thought he was, and he thought he was doing a great thing, right, for the people who live there. He was building higher rent point uh, condo units, buildings, duplexes, and, uh, but they, they, they all look the same. Right. And they don't have any historical context. Well, until we uh, work on our cost of living being higher, our our, uh, our salary is being higher, then, then uh, what's going to happen is all the coolness is going to be pushed out of the downtown area to, to the fringes. Fringes like the Hourglass District? <laughs> Farther than that, I Apopka? think. Apopka? Farther than that, if you're looking for... Oh, a popka, yeah, yeah. But but I Actually, mean, in order, in order to be affordable, and part of this is the theme parks. You know, the theme parks are the big, the big brother of of the area, and they sort of dictate um, the salaries. Um, As a I'm service, sorry, I feel based, like, like a service I feel like I'm economy. getting heavy with all this stuff, but that but that's what I think of so when I think about. of this. You know, when I th- when I think of Paramore and those folks being, per- I have friends in Paramore, and and. Uh, it's some sad. of my best friends. Yeah. Some of my best friends are from Paramore. My hairdresser is from Paramore. Sounds like what are you saying right know. now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have friends there, and and uh, they they are slowly getting priced out of of their home. You know, so what do you, and what do you do about that? Yeah, what do you do? They have that new K through eight school, another ginormous development. Uh, I actually work with a group called Art Reach Orlando. We have been doing after school programming there. And that's been kind of a mess. Uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised nobody's written about it yet. And it's not something that we would generally write about. But there's like the people, it's, it's a community school, right? And so the things that there's, it's supposed to be focused on providing community-based services through the school. And that, invo- that includes like Boys and Girls Club. They have like a whole wing of this castle of this campus, um, castle of a campus. And these it's just a big mess and some of the kids they don't know where all the kids are they're trying to get kids to these after school programs and and it's uh i actually think it's symptomatic of a lot of the top-down programming that's been happening in paramore forever for years uh i almost wish there was like a, a reset button or like a freeze button and we could just take stock of everything that's happening and just start over <laughs> like you keep all the people who live there you all these great tons of money is getting part in some of these institutions but like is it going as far as it's supposed to go i don't know it's just it'd be i wish there was a i wish i could be on an audit committee well, let's talk about uh, a place where art is happening that it's going right do you know what i'm thinking of no tell me uh, we went and visited it last year together. Uh, oh, it, it's Saint Shine on St. Pete. Pete. Yeah, Shine on St. Pete. They're in the middle, up until the 14th, they're in the middle of their this, I guess you would call it a festival, but I'm basically gonna, they I'm get... I'm going to interrupt for one second yeah. and say, even though our focus is on Orlando, I don't want anybody to get mad because we're talking about St. Pete, because there are lessons here to be learned that can be applied to Orlando. All right, no. So bear with us. Now, this is, this is bring to Orlando sort of stuff we're talking about here is this awesome mural festival that they do in in St. Pete. 
and we're talking they get they get people from all over the world to come in and, and uh, do these murals. It's a curated thing, um, and so I, I recommend jumping in your car, going uh, the hour, the two hours or you know an hour and a half, uh, depending on how fast you drive. Um, and and checking out these murals and spending a little bit of time in in St. Pete where you could well, you can walk around and do the retail uh, brewery so tours much just, the retail is so cool lots of local shops and galleries and then every building is just like historic and just beautiful murals everywhere uh, I loved St. Pete it was so cool and it wasn't like just one street of retail it was like three streets worth right, right. back to back to back um, just really. Really awesome. I would love to see some of that applied here. I'd love for Shine uh, Mural Festival to come to Orlando. So you, you can find out more about it by going to Shine on St. Pete. They also have an awesome Instagram that you can find, Shine on St. Pete. Um, and the, on the Instagram, they're showing like the progress of some of the murals too. So, so check it out. And let's uh, Orlando, let's be inspired by this uh, awesome art that's it's happening actually, there. It's interesting that a number of the like sponsors, like Red Bull, uh, who is kind of based out of Orlando, uh, at least the, the regional rep, uh, big sponsor of that festival. Um, Snap Gallery with Patrick Kahn, they're sponsors of that, and they go and help and help bring in artists. And so it's a lot of like Orlando-based connections that are helping to make the St. Pete Festival happen. And I can only think it's because it's somewhat easier, maybe. Maybe the city is like way behind it to make that happen. Where is there? There's there's probably like two murals in downtown Orlando, right? One of them's getting covered up by the new building across from the library. There's that giant one on the side of the parking garage, and then there's one behind the Beecham, which nobody ever sees. It's like a big saxophone, um, and I can't think of anything else. And I think it's because in order to do stuff like that, you have to now get a permit and pay fifty bucks um, to do a mural has to get approved and then it has to go through the, like the public art advisory board plus permitting just to make sure that it's appropriate but some of these like there's the giant shark one in, in st pete i don't know if that would get approved here orlando needs to get weird <laughs> you think the subject matter would not get approved i think some of it i think there's a yeah. number of subjects that wouldn't yeah. So I'd it's well. It's so. What we need is this this odd combination of a little looser on the rules, but yet a little more of of a curatorial yes look at the artists that we use. They have people. They have artists coming in from around the world. Yeah, renowned street artists who apply, they apply for, and they get paid, and they get paid a good they, sound. They, yeah. This isn't like paint an electric box for a hundred bucks and walk away this is like big time artists coming to do their their thing yeah. here uh and come back you know i love that that needs to happen in orlando and i don't if anybody out there wants to start it give me a call <laughs> i'm tired of talking about it want to talk it, about books yeah sure because i'm getting really frustrated we're getting worked this up about this. I so we went to uh, i got two things to talk about about books one is about booktoberfest that we just went to at the Orlando Library. I can't Part talk. The, I'm drinking a beer. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Uh, speaking of drinking beers, we drank beers there. Uh-huh. This is a fun In event. A library. This is a fun event. Um, oh, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I can't I wait to go. love their branding. Get, it was like posters that turned into little, little gnomes. gnomes. Little gnomes. Like a cone and it, Which hat. is a great little uh, connection, right? Because that was a, this awesome German. book. 
you know. Well, in German and we I own mean, that it, book. Uh, I own that book. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Orange County Public Library, Orange Orlando Public Library. What do they like to call themselves? Downtown Orlando, Downtown Orange B. County Public little Library bit, System. My two tips: a little bit more German, and I feel like that there could be like a connection to books, like actually in the moment. And oh, I, I, I thought that like that was. I agree. But it was a lovely event, and that's like those are small. Yeah, small, small, small. They need to up the umpapa, don't you? Um, papa. Um, papa. Um, papa. Was that too much? I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> I thought that was really clever. <laughs> yeah, uh, Scotty, I agree. There was no chicken dance. That's all I'm saying. No chicken dance. <laughs> when we got there, they were out of meatballs, which is unforgettable. Right, remember? All they had meatballs, were pretzels. A, yeah. Pretzels but lots of, and, and two samples of beer per person. Yeah. Well, but we still had a good time. Were, there, were you only supposed to have two samples of beer? At each table. Mm-hmm. I need to <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say I had more than two samples of beer. We were there with the townie to tourist, our friend Jenny DeWitt, who Jenny, has, uh, she does Facebook Live. We are listening to Curtis Earth, tri- while well, we were playing Curtis Earth Trivia, and, and uh, right. it was a fun night. Fun night. More. And more, more German. That. More of that. And you know the other the book thing that I wanted to talk about? What? I have been, uh, for two months now, I've been part of the Orlando Museum of Art Book Club. No, this is cool. Okay, keep going. No, 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 no. This is cool. Why are you being like that? Keep going. Why are you being like that? (laughs) So uh, this book club is awesome because what they'll do is they'll select cool books, and then they those books somehow correspond to what the exhibit is going on at that time. And so you'll read the book, and then we all come together and we discuss it. Um, It happens on a Friday at two p.m. So it's me. David Madison, who who runs the group from OMA, and uh, twenty or more uh, women who who are in their late fifties or sixties <laughs> who, who have the Age time to be matter. there. Uh-huh. I have to make sure to take time off work to go do it. So the time's a little odd, but um, but it's uh, I just I don't know. I just I love that it uh, is getting me to read some things that I may not otherwise read. I also love that it. Uh, then we after after we discuss it, uh, David takes us into the galleries, and we we get some insight into the exhibits that we might not otherwise have, and then we like kind of talk about how it related to the book that we just read. So uh, check it out. You could go to omart. dot org. O m a r t. O m a r t, and uh, you can join the book club. It's not too late. We're we're on our third book for the season, which is going to be. Uh, the Lonely City Adventures in the Art of Being Alone, and that's by Olivia Lang, which you can get at the Orange County Library, which I which I just did. Okay, I love it. I love I love the Museum of Art. Uh, they do a lot. They support us, Bungalore, a lot, and they actually uh, pass out our zines there. They do. You our can find the zines at the store. What I'm trying to say is we have stuff in the Museum of Art. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> what else you got? Didn't you have a whole list, Scotty? I, I I ran through my list. What else have you got over there? What what events do we need to know about coming up? We know we have come out with Pride. We got we got some time. Let's, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Come Out with Pride is happening this weekend. Right. I'm gonna be wearing my cupcake booby bra. I think we went over this already. And I can say booby on the air, I think. Thanks for mentioning your cupcakes again. All right. Uh it's Saturday at Three or four, four o'clock. 
Four o'clock is when everything steps off. And if it's anything like last year, you'll have three hours to come and catch the parade, so don't worry about it. But it's just like Disney, where what time the parade starts depends on where you are on the parade route. <laughs> what time does the four o'clock parade start? It depends. depends if you're here at Jack's, yeah. I'm guessing 420. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good location to watch uh, the parade from, actually. Yeah, and I would come here and get some mimosas. Take a seat out. Sit in the AC. No, sit right get here. Get some pickles. Get some pickles. But then you can't get any beads if you're sitting inside. Oh, no. we. T- I've been in the parade. You toss them back. This is a good This is a good zone for getting beads. There's two other festivals happening in the same day. Um, Winter Park Art Festival. Oh, my goodness. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Talk about top-notch artists. Central Park. Yeah. And actually, it's funny. Last year, they had uh, Sunrail running, and you could go, you could Ah. hop on Sunrail in Winter Park, but I haven't heard that. Yeah. No surprise, Sunrail, sleeping at the wheel. Wow. Come on. They might tell us the day before like they usually do. These things take money, and... and, uh, It's like a $26,000 bill to to run that on Saturdays. You you want Sunrail running on during these special events? You want Sunrail running on the weekend? Then ride Sunrail period, and, and during those the things will start happening. But then I feel bad when I complain. Uh, you yeah, don't feel yeah. bad when you complain. It's your it's your bag. <laughs> uh, actually, and also in Winter Park, uh, New General, one of my favorite. It's like a fancy general store off Park Avenue. Right. They have their own little. They're calling it a festival off the Ave. And they're going to have a bunch of like really cool local vendors uh, like Beaver and Bison who are at the Bungalow Bazaar. It's like an amazing local furniture shop. Will they have beads? Bees? No. Oh, no bees. Man. No bees. Did I say beaver? It's beaver and bison. Not bee and yeah. bison. Okay. I don't it's know what I what? Wow. I'm all jacked up Is that a brewery? Still. What? What's happening? Where am I? <laughs> Hashtag Thornton Park. So that's smart of them. So what they're doing is they'll be on the fringe mm-hmm. of the uh, Winter Park Art Festival. And they'll they'll benefit from those folks walking around. Yep. Very smart. Go get a honeyed iced Very chai. Smart. Heard it here first. Honeyed iced chai at New General. Amazing. Also a good drag name. <laughs> I mean, she didn't want to say drag names on this <laughs> on this program. Oh, we only have one more minute. I got to go through this. Oktoberfest okay. at Red Light, Red Light from noon to 10 p.m., 30 bucks. Florida Project, that amazing documentary movie about things happening in Kissimmee yes. near Disney. Yes, Willem Dafoe. Playing all weekend at the Enzian. I think it's a 6.30 p.m. time. Uh, come out with Pride again all weekend. Bruno Mars is here. I'm guessing he's going to go to Pride. <laughs> I bet he'll be, be there he's performing in at cupcake boobies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunday, Hurricane Benefit Relief Festival at Fashion Square Mall. It's tons of artists. They're taking over. Wow. It'll be like the only time that there's tons of people in the Fashion Square Mall. So go support oh, local artists. Oh, come on. Uh, the Orlando's uh, City Soccer Game is Sunday. And this will be the last time that you can see Kaka. We didn't talk about it. Oh, my gosh. Kaka's Ta-ka. not coming back. Uh, he's leaving Orlando at the end of his contract on the 22nd. So this might be the last time we shall miss you. Willie Nelson family are performing at the Dr. Phillips performing arts center. I hope his dog walks around the stage like he did last (laughs) time I saw him. And, uh, Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson is that Bob Carr is playing with Will, Willie Nelson is what I heard. No, they aren't playing together. Oh, wow. So thanks again. Missed opportunity. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bungalow on the bus. Everything that you heard today, you can go check out on bungalow.com for more information. Scotty, what do you got to say? I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. All right. Come back next week.